You have joined us here on Mars Bar, brought to you by Eternal Affairs Truth Radio and EternalAffairsMedia.com, with conservative radio host and recovering Californian, now residing in the red state of Texas, introducing Marcy Latimer. Thank you so much for joining me here on Mars Bar. I am your host, as mentioned, Marcy Latimer, and I appreciate you tuning in. So thank you very much on this Sunday, June 5th, 2022. So wherever you may be in America or beyond, uh, we thank you so much. And thank you again for joining us here, visiting us at eternalaffairsmedia.com. Please consider dropping a donation, clicking on a sponsored link, or becoming a patron to support our shows always god bless and put god forward and first and everything else will follow i always start with a prayer heavenly father as we start a new day i want to pray for the people who may need a miracle some are facing pain and difficulties that seem too hard to overcome and things look hopeless but we know that when we call on you all things are possible i ask that you give strength to those who are weary and carrying a heavy burden today and beyond today and replace their anxious thoughts with your peace, soothe their restless hearts, and give them strength to make it through these difficult days we are living in. Help all of us today to share the love in our hearts and expect your blessings as the Holy Spirit continues to lead our way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. I just always like to make sure that that's the most important thing, is putting God first, really. And as I always say, everything else will follow. Um, I just wanted to really start with this piece that I read and I just thought it was so important that we get this read to everybody because it really is what's happening in America right now. Uh, there is this um, article that was written. It was, it's just, a, a, I guess, an opinion piece and it's called, but it's really truth. It's called Imagine the Unimaginable by Victor Davis Hansen. So I'm going to read this because this is truly what is happening in America right now. And it's called American Greatness. Americans are now entering unchartered revolutionary territory. They may witness things over the next five months that once would have seemed unimaginable. Until the Ukrainian conflict, we had never witnessed a major land war inside Europe directly involving a nuclear power. In desperation, Russia's impaired and unhinged leader, Vladimir Putin, now talks trash about the likelihood of nuclear war. A 79-year-old Joe Biden bellows back that his war-losing nuclear adversary is a murderer, a war criminal, and a butcher who should be removed from power. After a year of politicizing the U.S. military and its self-induced catastrophe in Afghanistan, America has lost deterrence abroad. China, Iran, North Korea and Russia are conniving on how best to exploit this rare window of global military opportunity. The traditional bedrocks of the American system, a stable economy, energy independence, vast surpluses of food, hallowed university, a professional judiciary, law enforcement, and a credible criminal justice system are dissolving. Gas, let me get Hold on. Sorry. Gas and diesel prices are hitting historic levels. Inflation is at a 40-year high. New cars and homes are unaffordable. The necessary remedy of high interest and tight money will be almost as bad as the disease of hyperinflation. There is no southern border. 
Expect over 1 million foreign nationals to swarm this summer into the United States without audit, COVID testing, or vaccination. None will have to worry of consequences for breaking U.S. immigration laws. Police are underfunded and increasingly defunded. District attorneys deliberately release violent criminals without charges. Literally 10,000 people witnessed a deranged man with a knife attack. Comedian David Chappelle on stage at the Hollywood Bowl last month and the Los Angeles County DA refused to press felony charges. Murder and assault are spiraling. Carjacking and smash and grab thefts are now normal. Big city events. Crime is now mostly a political matter. Ideology, race, and politics determine whether the law is even applied. Supermarket shelves are thinning and meats are now beyond the budgets of millions of Americans. An American president in a first casually warns of food shortages. Baby formula has disappeared from many shelves. Politics resembles the violent last days of the Roman Republic and a legal leak of a possible impending Supreme Court reversal of Roe versus Wade that would allow state voters to set their own abortion laws have created national hysteria. Never has a White House tactically approved mobs of protesters showing up at Supreme Court justices' homes to rant and bully them into altering their vote. There is no free speech anymore on campuses. Merit is disappearing. Admissions, hiring, promotion, retention, grading, and advancement are predicted increasingly on mouthing the right orthodoxes or belonging to the proper racial, gender, or ethnic category. When the new campus commiserate finally finishes absorbing the last redoubts in science, math, engineering, medical, and professional schools, America will slide into permanent mediocrity and irre irreversible declining standards of living. What happened? Remember, all these catastrophes are self-induced. They are choice, not fate. The United States had the largest combined gas, coal, and oil deposits in the world. It possesses the know-how to build the safest pipelines and ensure the cleanest energy development on the planet. Inflation was a deliberate Biden choice. He kept printing trillions of dollars for short-term political advantage, incentivizing labor, non-participation, and keeping interest rates at historical lows at a time of pent-up global demand. The administration wanted no border, only that they can politicize, impoverish immigrants, repay left-wing undermining of the entire illegal or legal immigration system, rather, with their fealty at the ballot box. Once esoteric, crackpot academic theories, modern monetary theory, critical legal theory, critical race theory, now dominant policy making in the Biden administration. They dominate. The common denominator are all of these is ideology overruling empiricism, common sense, and pragmatism. Ruling elites would rather be politically correct failures and unpopular than politically incorrect, successful, and popular. If not that the it's not that the tired story of left-wing revolutionaries from 18th century France to early 20th century Russia to the contemporary disasters in Cuba and Venezuela, are we not seeing that? The American people reject the calamitous policies of 2021-2022, yet the radical cadres, caters surrounding a cognitively inert Joe Biden still push them through by executive orders, bureaucratic dis directives, and deliberate cabinet non-performance. Why? The left has no confidence either in constitutional government or common sense. So as the public pushes back, expect at the ground level more doxing, cancel culture, deplatforming, ministries of disinformation, swarming the private homes of officials 
they target for bullying and likely violent demonstrations in our streets this summer. Meanwhile, left-wing elites will do the best to ignore Supreme Court decisions, illegally cancel student debts, and likely by the fall issue more COVID lockdowns. They will still dream of packing the court, ending the filibuster, scrapping the Electoral College, adding more states, and flooding the November ballot with hundreds of millions more dollars of dark money from Silicon Valley. When revolutionaries undermine the system, earn antipathy of the people and face looming disaster at the polls, it is then that they must prove most dangerous, as we shall see over the next few months. And that was, again, written by Victor David Hansen. It's called American Greatness. And he just wrote that last month. So I would have to say that was very powerful and it's true. It's real and it's happening. So what we can do here is pray for America. Really, seriously. I mean, what else can we do? Because this is really happening. It's affecting everybody. We can see it. The only people that aren't are the people who unfortunately do support the Biden administration. And even some of them are maybe coming to light. So all we can really do, because they're still spewing the leftist talking points and they're blaming people, they're blaming Putin basically on the inflation and the gas prices and everything else and the low stock on groceries and baby formula and everything else. So they're not taking blame for all of the atrocities that are happening. And they're, putting the blame on anything but themselves. So the sad thing is the only thing we can do is really pray that the people who are still Biden supporters are able to finally lift the veil off of their eyes and their ears and see the truth as it is unfolding before us. Because this is really a spiritual battle. This is, I believe, evil versus good. And I I see this firsthand. So I'm just going to say, keep praying because God will hear our prayers and eventually truth will prevail. And I do believe that. So we just have to keep touting the goodness of God and just pray that this will all come to light. So amen to that. Uh, in the meantime, just uh, stand strong, America. Stand strong in what we believe in and what we know is the truth. Uh, right now, I want to do some shout outs for Truth Premium subscribers. Speaking of truth, <laughs> so uh, just thank you very much for being a Truth Premium subscriber. Linda, David, Bruce, Dean, Sharla, Diane, and Pamela, thank you so much. Uh, Patreons, we have Dan and Alicia, thank you. And June, we had donations so far for the month of June. It's only June 5th from Andy, Lisa, and Reverend Dave. So thank you very much again. We appreciate you supporting us and I uh, hope that you continue to do so. So uh, the you know what's so crazy as I was saying, so many things are backwards, upside down. They're really just, you know, it's a crazy time. Well, right now, just to kind of prove a point of how crazy things are, I don't know if you even heard this in the news. I was really surprised by it, but I don't think a lot of people even heard. And it's really not political, but it's just strange. And it just kind of shows you what a weird society we're living in. California appeals court has ruled that four species of bees 
are now legally considered fish. Okay, so when did you ever think you would hear that bees are now considered fish in your lifetime? I mean, were fish not supposed to be in the water? When were bees ever in the water and survived? Let's just think about that. Okay. So this is the weirdest thing, but this was just a strange story. I thought it was kind of interesting to bring up because I don't think a lot of people even heard about this. Uh, the issue was whether the bumblebee, a terrestrial invertebrate, falls within the definition of fish, a division in the list of endangered species and threatened species in the California Endangered Species Act. And the act identifies the protected species in separate divisions as bird, mammal, fish, amphibian, reptile, or plant. That's very strange. It all started in 2019 lawsuit between large agricultural groups in the state, such as almond and citrus growers and the California Fish and Game Commission. The lawsuit specifically set out to determine whether the commission exceeded its authorities when it designated four bumblebee species as endangered species, the crotch bumblebee, the Franklin bumblebee, that suckly cuckoo bumblebee, that's a funny name, and the Western bumblebee, calling them invertebrates, therefore falling under CESA's definition of fish. So now you have heard it all, folks. Bees are now considered to be fish. Okay, but that is, again, in the state of California, which is my home state, by the way. And yes, uh, that is absolutely, in my opinion, insane. But <laughs> what, I mean, what, do we expect anything less? <laughs> So it's crazy, right? Oh my goodness. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. All right. So another thing that's happening on the West Coast, San Francisco, what a surprise, San Francisco's proposal to end transgender homelessness. Uh, this is in the forefront of the news. I don't even know if, I mean, I don't know if the left is talking about it, but maybe, maybe they're thinking, you know, they're touting themselves for it. But uh, I will say this. If you're homeless in San Francisco, it may help not to identify as male or female because the mayor announced a new project where San Francisco will be the first U.S. city to commit to ending transgender homelessness. Yes, indeed. Never mind that total homelessness is at levels unseen just 10 years ago. Forget about the drug crisis and overdose deaths that have reached record highs in recent years, accounting for 82% of the city's homeless deaths during the COVID lockdown. But the mayor has a plan. Yes, they announced, uh, London Breed is the mayor's name, that her two-year budget proposal will include $6.5 million to end transgender homelessness by 2027. Of this, $6 million will go directly towards short-term rental subsidies, financial assistance, and funding for nonprofit providers serving the TGNC residents, which is the transgender, I don't know what the NC stands for. Also included in the proposal are 150 long-term housing subsidies, a new permanent supportive housing site, for TGNC, LGBT, and transition age youth, and 500000 for TGNC behavioral health services. Okay, so at least they have some behavioral health services in there, but still. Basically, what this is doing is putting taxpayers' dollars funding trans homelessness. So again, there are drug crises. There are also veterans, by the way. Did we ever think about the veterans who are homeless? or the other homeless population. In my opinion, this is segregation. This is segregating a particular group of people and that is segregation. They're 
only doing something for the specific group and they're not helping the overall problem. There are so many homeless people in the city of San Francisco and let alone the entire state of California and really the whole country is having this problem. And yet they're putting the taxpayer dollars just to the trans community. So I don't know. I mean, you make up your own mind on this, but then again, it is San Francisco. This is what they do. So I'm sure that a lot of taxpayers uh, are going to be infuriated by this, just thinking about it. And poor veterans in the meantime, the military, these wonderful people who we just celebrated, uh, those who lost their lives on Memorial Day last weekend. I mean, you know, what about all those who fought for our country and who are now homeless? What about them? They get nothing unless they identify as trans. Just this is again just showing how backwards of a society this has become. And I'm sorry, but this has just gotten to be absolutely insane. This is what the leftist agenda has gone overboard with this trans lately. This trans thing is really taking shape to the point where it seems to be Biden's agenda in his administration more so than ever before, ever in our lifetime have we heard about this. And they are catering to this community more than ever. So it's just in our faces. And especially, of course, during the month of June for Pride Month. I mean, I have no problem with that Pride Month thing, but don't don't shove it in our faces. And certainly taxpayers' dollars should be going to help all homelessness, not just the trans communities. And certainly, uh, don't you feel that there might be other ways to help people with that kind of money? And the general population is what I'm referring to, general population. A lot of homeless people that are not considered trans. So just something, food for thought. I mean, here we are. Then again, a bee is now a fish. So (laughs) just remember that. If you're ever wondering what's going on with society, just remember a bee is now considered a fish. Okay. (laughs) And that pretty much explains it all. Oh, help me Lord. (laughs) Have we heard it all now? Have we heard it all? I don't know. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Uh, So I will say, um, speaking of that situation, what is now considered you know, what is the definition of certain things? I mean, for instance, what is the definition of a woman? Uh, There is a documentary now that I think is really interesting. Daily Wire's Matt Walsh. He has a film called What is a Woman? So you can sign up to watch at dailywire.com. They do, I will say this, they do have a cost to watch the film. Uh, it's, But they have a 99 cent two week trial membership. So you can get on board with that and you can always, you know, cancel it if you want after two weeks. So it's not too bad. Even after the trial, it's $4 per month. So it comes out to $48 a year to get Daily Wire's products. And of course, coming soon will be Candace Owens film exposing BLM for the frauds that they are, uh, the Marxist organization that they are. The gr- It's called The Greatest Lie Ever Told, George Floyd and the Rise of BLM. So this is going to be Candace Owens film and she's on Daily Wire as well. So with that 99 cent two week trial, per- 
I think it might be worth getting. I, I definitely am interested in seeing both of those films. I have not seen them yet, but I want to. What is a Woman, Matt Walsh and Candace Owens, The Greatest Lie Ever Told, George Floyd and The Rise of BLM. So just, you know, food for thought. That's, I always like to put information out there. And I thought those were worthy uh, causes and worthy films to check out. And of course, the next one that's coming out next weekend that I have talked about on my show before is uh, at, going to be at theaters for June 12th and 13th. And it's called The Great Awakening, Homeschool Awakening, The Great Homeschool Awakening. And that's by Kirk Cameron. I think he's great. He's a God-loving man. And he always you know, puts out some great information. Uh, I love his camp revival videos that he puts out on Facebook. And I believe that that will be June 12th to 13th. So two day event in the theaters, but I think that'll be great and it'll be uh, something worthy to check out. So definitely some things. Uh, let's see the primary elections. Of course, they continue on. We have, um, Carrie Lake in Arizona. I, uh, she of course put out a wonderful, a video just yesterday and it's just so important because I think she's great and she's of course one of the people that is endorsed by President Trump and she it's just a minute and a half but I want to play it for you, you listen giant signs with both me and President Trump on them they're pretty hard to miss well these signs have apparently triggered a few people and after being up for only a few days people have started to tear them down is President Trump's face and mine so triggering that they have to steal somebody else's property? I have a message for those people with Trump derangement syndrome and apparently Lake derangement syndrome. I promise you, every time you steal or destroy one of my signs, we're going to print three more and place them throughout the state of Arizona. If you keep at it, pretty soon you'll be seeing President Trump's face and mine on every street corner. So to all those patriots out there, I need your help to do this. These signs are not cheap, but if we all pitch in, we can blanket the state of Arizona with these signs. So if you're able to help, please sponsor a sign. Donate $50 today and we will use that money to put toward another Trump and Lake sign. Be sure to comment and share this video after you've sponsored one of our signs and encourage your America First friends to do the same. Thank you. Endorsed by President Trump, Carrie Lake for governor. Okay, so again, that was basically saying how the Trump signs and Carrie Lake signs are being vandalized. I mean, these people are insane. I'm sorry. Uh, ridiculous. So I love it. And if you are somebody who could afford to help out getting more signs up for every vandalized sign, they're going to put up three more. <laughs> I love it. They're going to plaster them all over the place. So you could go to Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I Lake.com slash signs to help plaster Trump and Lake all over Arizona. And I think it's wonderful. And I just wish her the best. I really hope she wins. I think she's definitely needed in the state of Arizona. And I'd be fantastic. So uh, I really look forward to seeing that result of the primaries coming up. I think hers, hers is in August. So uh, the other ones that are coming up, California is coming up this Tuesday. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we, there is a lady um, in Orange County running for Congress. Her last name is Pham, P-H-A-M. Uh, look for her. She's interesting. She's got great videos up and she's basically saying that she is 
against communism. Obviously, she came from Vietnam and her family, and they immigrated legally to Southern California. And she is running for Congress in the Orange County area. And she is versus the squad. Basically, she is uh, one of the fraud squads. Um, adversaries. So it's going to be interesting to see how she comes out. I certainly hope so. And she's a Trump loving uh, supporter as well. So anybody who is, you know, Trump supporter, obviously America first is good in my book. So I wish her the best as well. So anyway, a lot uh, to look forward to in these primaries already. Again, Trump, all the endorsements from Trump so far, he's over a hundred that have been endorsed, that have won their primaries, and there are only six who lost. So doing great on the America First agenda, Trump endorsed candidates, and we just love to see that. So thank God for President Trump, and we just got to keep trumping. All right, everybody, I'm going to go, but have a wonderful remainder of your day, and God bless, and God bless the USA.